Welcome to the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell. Today we're going to talk with a local graduate from Matter County High School who is now going to be on Chicago Fire this weekend. Her name is Shayla Day. Shayla, thanks for being on with us. Thank you for having me. So you're a 1999 graduate of New Madrid County Central High School. Let's let's kind of start just from the basic, you know, what happened after high school. Um, so after I graduated, I went to Ole Miss. I um, basketball scholarship. So I played basketball at Ole Miss. And after I graduated, I went to uh, I came back to New Madrid for a year, and then I moved to Aurora University, where I went to graduate uh, to Aurora, Illinois where I went to graduate school at Aurora University, got my um, my master's in business. Um, at Ole Miss, I studied broadcasting. My degree is actually in broadcast television. So after I graduated um, from graduate school, I wanted to get back into television, but I didn't want to do the news. I've always loved, you know, fiction. I've loved television, film. So I started um, becoming an extra on because um, Chicago at the time was you know starting to really build up as far as the film and television industry. So I um, I've always wanted to be behind the scenes initially. You know I wanted to direct, I wanted to write, to produce, and all that. So when I became an extra, my first time being an extra was on the Batman movie, The Dark Knight. I was a police officer, so I really only did that to I wanted to learn the behind the scenes stuff. You know I wanted to be on an actual professional set to learn the behind the scenes stuff. But the more I did it, I started to like being, you know, in front of the camera. I started to like um, the acting part of it. So I was a, um, I lived in Chicago and I became an extra on a lot of stuff. Like I was, I think I spent about a good six, six, seven years just, you know, doing a lot of extra work and, um, I, you know, extra work, is, it was fun. I got the opportunity to be behind the scenes and seeing, uh, you know, how everything works. But I wanted to be, you know, do more actual acting or speaking roles. Um, I, um, I ended up in 2015, I booked a co-star on the TV show uh, Empire. So after that, you know, that experience was just the most amazing experience. And that really made me determine that, you know, I want to be an actor. You know, I wanted to. I want to continue to act. Um, but after that, I didn't have an agent then. I spent the next uh, maybe four years just training, studying, um, learning about the business. And I decided that I was ready for an agent. I went to the, to an agency. I had been turned down by a lot of agents, but there was one agency I went and I. Um, auditioned for her she actually turned me down but she did give me a couple of tips like you know your headshot needs to look like this and your resume needs more of this 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 so I did everything that she told me to do and a year later I went back to the same agent that initially turned me down I you know I gave her all my new materials and updated and everything she told me to do auditioned for her again and I ended up signing with the agent so um a year of the year after I signed with the agency, that's when COVID hit and everything was shut down. I had a couple of projects in the works and everything just completely shut down. But um, I continued to train, continuing to, I started to do a lot of local theater. 
which theater, I absolutely love doing theater. Um, and then this year, I've been auditioning a lot for a lot of Chicago television series, movies, and commercials. Wasn't booking anything. So it's been six years since the last time I booked anything, which is becoming really frustrating. You know, you know, acting, this industry is really crazy. And thankfully, um, I auditioned again, auditioned for Chicago Fire, and I booked it. So that's what I'm really looking forward to, which airs next week. Um, so I'm just constantly auditioning, constantly training, and just, you know, keeping going forward and trying to, you know, get this acting career going. When it's interesting, it's interesting to me as you laid all that out. Is that acting wasn't even on your radar? No, it wasn't initially. It wasn't. It was. I wanted to do the behind the scenes. I wanted to do the writing, directing, cinematography. That's what I initially was studying for. But after being exposed more, um, you know, I've done act, a little acting here and there prior to it, but. Once I really started to be exposed more to be seen acting and actually doing it, oh, I just absolutely love it, and I can't see myself doing anything else. So I guess the first thing I would have to ask is being an extra on a major motion picture, especially The Dark Knight, which was you know mm-hmm. huge film. Like, mm-hmm. what was any of that overwhelming for you? You know, it it was just I mean because that was my very first time out of all and. It was a scene with Heath Ledger. So, you know, Heath Ledger is standing right there in front of me, you know. Wow. Like when I'm, when I'm on set. So that was my very first time ever even on a professional set. So, you know, it was just really it was just eye-opening because I was just like a, a kid in the candy store. Like, oh, my gosh. I mean, this is a huge blockbuster movie, and I'm here. There's Heath Ledger. He's right there. You know, there's Gary Oldman. He's standing right there. You know, it was just a, a mind-blowing. That's what really opened my eyes and just seeing this world and how a professional set, um, set works. That's what really hooked me with that set. And it, I didn't stop from that. For after that, I didn't stop going. You know, sometimes when you have a first experience in something, like you're, you're trying to take it all in, but it happens, you know, kind of so quick. Like it, you, you go, you do it, and it's over. Um, was it kind of one of those things where it was like it, it happened so quick, but you're like, man, i got to do that again? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, doing shooting a film, film and television, it's very long days. Like, I was pretty much on my feet that first day for 14 hours. So it's a very, very long day, but I wouldn't have changed the experience for anything in the world. And I was there for two days, even though I didn't film. The second day, they didn't really need me. Um, but that first day, yeah, it was, you know, after that first day, it was like, how can I do it again? What else is shooting in Chicago? Like I gotta do this again, and I did it for another six, seven years. And you're and you're right. There are so many things being shot in Chicago. Of course, there there are the Chicago series. You got Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, which I watch religiously. We love those shows. Um, but there are so many now opportunities besides the stage, besides Second City or comedy. So many opportunities now within the city of Chicago, and it's opened up a a, a lot of opportunities for you and other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And they built now they're, they're continuing to build uh, Space, which is our big film studio here in Chicago. So they've continued to, you know, that's where pretty much everything is shooting um, at Cinespace. So they're con- they're constantly working on Cinespace. I mean, even when you go there now, it just looks like a little uh, like a, a Hollywood studio. So there's there's constantly, you know, new projects coming to Chicago and 
Yeah, I love it. So you're you're starting to try to you know you're getting an agent and and you're thinking, gosh, okay, here we go. Let's let's get going. Let's get something happening. And then the pandemic hits, and everything shut down. Um, you know how did, how did that you know for, for for you personally? What was that like for you? And how did you feel about everything just shutting down when you're just getting the agent and it looks like you're just going to be able to now get started in acting. You know, it's one of those where, you know, there's not much you can do about it. I had a, um, um, I had a TV series that I was, um, we had already had the table read and everything for. It was about to start that summer. I had a short film that we had, we had started shooting and then COVID shut everything down. You know, it's one of those, there's not really much you can do, but during that downtime when we weren't shooting anything, that's when you start making the plans for when everything opens up. That's when the training has to continue. That's when, you know, the study in the business and planning for after the pandemic, you know, after everything opens. So I did a lot of that downtime down of um, when everything shut down for reflection, for how can I make myself better? Because even prior to the pandemic, I wasn't booking what I wanted to book. So I need to start making some changes and making some adjustments. So once everything does open up, I'm ready. I think one of the things that you said earlier that that uh, I think is interesting is I think there's a, a perception that an actor or actress they get the script, they read the script, they learn their lines, they develop some type of character, and they go they just shoot the film, and it's just great and wonderful, easy kind of life. But really, it's 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 difficult. And you mentioned like 14 hour days, and and since what happened in on, on the set of Rust, we're we're hearing more about long days on on sets. And then you also talked about being a student. You're, you're learning the business. You're learning the craft. There's so much more than just learning lines and going and acting. There's so much more involved in this, right? Oh yeah. Oh, it's hard. You know, as that I was just having a discussion with somebody that you know I've had a couple of people coming to me ever since I announced that I'm, I'm co-starring on Chicago Fire, you know, how do I get an agent? How do I become an actor? How do I do this? Because I think a lot of people do have their perception that it's just, hey, you get a script, stand up there, say the lines, the end. But this is a very difficult, very frustrating industry. Um, I used the example with someone just the other day when they were, at, you know, their daughter was interested in acting. And I said, you got to look at it like this. You know, say today you wake up and say, I want to be a doctor today. You say that today. Tomorrow, you're not going to start operating on someone. You know what I mean? There are a lot of steps that got to take place in the, in the middle. There's a lot of training. There's a lot of learning to become a doctor. And the same way with acting, you know, there's a lot of training that has to, you know, has to take place. There are a lot of steps. Like you can't start at the beginning and think you're going to get close to the finish line tomorrow. You know, there's a lot of things that have to take place. And, it was definitely something that I had to learn all these years. You know, it took me, I had six years before I booked my next job. You know what I mean? It's, it's something that's, a, it's, it's very difficult, but it's something that you have to love. I think a lot of people get that misconception that, hey, I want to be an actor so I can be famous. You know, if you already have that attitude, you got the wrong attitude, you know, because this, it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't, you know, this doesn't happen overnight. There are a lot of working actors whose name you wouldn't even know, but they work. That this, this is their career. This is their job. You know, it's, it's definitely a career that you, you have to do because you love it. Because it can be very, very, very frustrating, trust me. Well, and you mentioned, you know, if you're in it for, you know, fame, you're, you, you really can't 
have that mindset because if you really think about household names of all of the TV shows and movies and all of the actors and actresses, those who become a household name, that really is, is uh, on a percentage basis, small compared to how many people are acting in the business today. Exactly, you know. And if anyone is telling you that this is this happens overnight, they're telling you're giving you the wrong information. You know, this is it takes years, years and years. And like I said, you know, um, I even told my friend who plays he, he's a, you know he plays basketball, and I say, say you want to go to the NBA, you're not going to say you want to go to the NBA today and enter the draft tomorrow. You got to train some, you know, you got to do some steps in the middle before you can get to that point. And that's definitely the same way with acting. It's it's definitely a rough career, but it's something that, you know, you have to love it in order to do it. But I got to think somewhat frustrating because, as you mentioned, you've been on all these different reads and you went to all these different agents. And mm-hmm. there's, there's got to be a level of frustration there, too, as you're trying to, you know, live out this now passion that you have. Oh, absolutely. You know, because like I said, I booked um, a co-star on the, on the Fox TV show Empire in 2015. I didn't book. I didn't book another acting job until a couple, you know, a few weeks ago when I booked Chicago Fire. So I had six years in between where I've been auditioning, auditioning, not so much as a callback, just nonstop auditioning. And I'm seeing all my acting friends, you know, they're announcing, hey, I just booked this movie. Hey, I booked this show. Hey, I booked this commercial. And I'm sitting here like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I've been doing this for six years straight. I had booked nothing. And just seeing every, you know, other people booking, it's like they're booking like crazy. I've, you know, I've been really, really frustrated, but I had to go relook, you know, look at myself. What do I need to change? What do I need to do? And so I went back to class. I went back, updated my headshots. I, you know, I made some different changes and adjustments. And then I ended up booking Chicago Fire. So it's, yes, I've been, you know, definitely been a little frustrated and, you know, um, having auditions and not booking the auditions, but it's just something you have to keep going. And I couldn't let that door, that the door, that door slam, I got to get ready for the next door to open. And is it someone, I guess, uh, you know, we hear this about a lot of things, but sometimes it's just about timing. Oh, yeah. And you know what? The thing with acting is you could go in, you could have the absolute greatest, amazing, most wonderful audition. And still not book it for something as small as, you know, you might be too tall or you might be taller than the main actor, you know, even things like that. So, you know, it's again, it's definitely a frustrating, frustrating career, but, you know, it's, it's very rewarding because you love to do it. And I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was shocked. You know, we see actors on the big screen, and it's very rare that you really see someone famous, you know, big actor in person. And I was shocked to find out how short <laughs> so many, okay. so many actors. Like I'm six, I'm almost six three, and I'm like, I probably wouldn't get a lot of gigs because I'm I'm probably too tall than most actors. You know, I mean, and I'm sure that's been the situation for me because I'm I'm six one, so you know, I'm sure there's been you know situations where I did a great job with the audition, but then you know maybe something you know my look wasn't what they wanted. You know, maybe somebody else had a different look. But you know, and then too, I mean, I've been fortunate. I've been booked. I've still been getting the auditions. So obviously, you know, the casting directors see something and they want to see more. So I've been fortunate to where I've still been getting the auditions. So I just, you know, as an actor, you can only control what you can control. 
you just got to leave it all out there, do your auditions, and then move on to the next one. So what's that process like? So you get the phone call, hey, we booked you on Chicago Fire. From the moment that you received that notice, how long before you get the script and then you're reading and then the actual shooting of the show? Um, it's usually pretty quickly. You know, now with uh, because of everything with COVID, it's, you, know, you have to get multiple COVID tests. But once I, you know, I, my agent, let, you know, hit me up and said, hey, you booked it. And then, you know, it's just nonstop to where I'm getting the emails. I got to go in for wardrobe fitting. I got to go get multiple COVID tests. So it's pretty quick, you know, pretty quick. You know, I'm just constantly getting emails. I, I get the script within a day or so. And um, everything, you know, moves pretty fast with um, with that. So I think it might have been a, a week, maybe a week from the time I booked it to where I actually was on set. But during that week, it's just, it's nonstop. Constantly, you know, any script changes, I'm getting scripts because there might have been a change to the script. I got to go in and get fitted for my wardrobe, COVID test, COVID test, and then I'm on set. Wow, a week. Like, that is a quick turnaround. I mean, yeah, everything moves pretty quickly. You know, they, they, I book it, and then it's got to get everything ready, and then I get mine the night before. I'll get, you know, what time I need to be there, and then... I'm on set and getting ready to go. So the episode we believe airs November third, which is coming up this week. Um, tell us, can you tell us anything about the the, the show that you're on, or, or the the story behind it, or anything? Um, you know, I could, you know, it's just typical, you know, Chicago Fire. There is an emergency, and you know, I'm at the emergency, and the firefighters come to me, and I'm talking to the firefighters. Well, we, you know, it's 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 pretty. You know, you're a fan of Chicago Fire. You know how it works. There's always an emergency, and then the firefighters are talking to people that are on the scene of the emergency. Yeah. So I'm one of the people. They're going to be talking to me about a big emergency that's happening. Yeah, my job. It is funny because, uh, as I mentioned, we do we do watch all three of those shows religiously, and we like them because. They're they're good they're good shows you know it's it's not the mm-hmm. you know it's it, there's some good storylines and we just like watching them but the, it is you know it's it's a fire department so there's always there's always an emergency every every right. Wednesday <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so uh, but so we're looking forward to it and I mean what a great experience for you I guess now uh, you know the, what's the next step just keep on reading keep on trying to get new parts oh yeah that's, I mean it's just constant I um. I'm. Uh, I just had a meeting last night where um, this um, going to be working on a short film. I'm planning on getting back on stage with theater. So um, I just auditioned for a big commercial about a week ago. So I'm still just trying to wait to see what happened with that. So it's just constant, um, you know, being submitted, and I'm also submitting myself and training. Like I said, the training never stops. It's you know the best way to be a good actor is you have to act. So um, I'm constantly still back to training, planning on going back to class again, and just, you know, constantly keep working. So i got to ask, because I, I love theater. I, I've been involved uh, in the past with Sykes and Little Theater, doing a little acting and directing. What's been your favorite play, music, whatever you've done on stage? What's been your favorite thing so far? Favorite role? Um, I, I, um, I portrayed Harriet Tubman. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I portrayed Harriet Tubman. We had a big, huge production for Harriet Tubman, like right before everything shut down. So it was February 2025, um, 2025, February 2020. 
Um, and, you know, everything shut down in March 2020. So we had a big production um, during Black History Month, and we had two shows, and I portrayed Harry Tubman. And it was amazing. I mean, it was just the, the kids' reaction, because we had several elementary schools come. And, you know, the kids, after the show, the kids were, you know, asking me for my autograph. They were asking me questions. Like, they were really engaged in, in the production. So that was definitely the, the, the most amazing um, stage production that I've been a part of. Nice. Now, what was that like? I mean, iconic person in history that you're portraying. I mean, what it, all? It was amazing. I mean, and even... Um, it, you know, it, I didn't even know what to expect. I was a little, you know, I, I, I accept any challenge, you know, and the director, she knows me. I've worked with her many times. She's like, I know you can do it. I don't want anyone else to portray this but you. So, I mean, I think the reaction, especially the reaction from the kids, and, um, I mean, I didn't know what to expect from them because, you know, this is a historical figure, but the reaction from the kids, I knew that I must have did a pretty good job if the kids loved it the way that they did. That's awesome. Well, Shayla, listen, I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking with us about it. How interesting and neat and exciting for you. And we're looking forward to seeing you uh, this week, November 3rd, on Chicago Fire. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm sure that was an awesome experience. I know you had an awesome experience on Chicago Fire, and we thank you for being on the show today, and thank you for listening today as well. Always great to have you with us each and every weekend here on KSIM and KZIM. This is the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell.